Welcome, my dear listeners, to Brett for Live. This is your host, Daniel Velasquez. I am grateful for uh, the opportunity that I have to share with every single one of you today and, and every day that uh, we get to connect. Uh, to me, it's, it's uh, something that um, I feel like is, is something that goes beyond um, just, you know, the, what I do for, for uh, a living. <laughs> For me, this is more of a mission and, and a passion. Uh, so, I hope that um, all the things that that I share with you um, may help you to to bloom and to prosper. Uh, coming from talking last week about um, gaining clarity and taking action and making a decision to to start to take those steps to change your life, and it starts with uh, understanding what to focus on, right? Uh, when we talked about that story between the two people who were in the forest and what one decided to focus on and what the other decided to focus on and, and the results that they got because of it. Um, and so despite all the craziness that's going on in the world, um, it is your responsibility and therefore you, you also have the ability to uh, make a difference. And uh, it starts with your beliefs. It starts with um, your identity as well. And you might need to uh, change some of those things if uh, if it's not serving you. When you're looking to uh, obtain certain results or goals, sometimes we, we ask ourselves, well, what do I need to do? And the, the first question that we should really ask is, who do I need to become? And who is the person that would take those actions and, and make those things happen? So... Um, Today I want to talk about on a practical level how you can start to take those steps to changing your life. Um, and uh, spoiler alert, it, there is no magic pill, there is no secret formula uh, as you might have heard. And every successful person will tell you the same thing. I've, there, there could be some shortcuts like using technology and, or, or uh, in finance you could use leverage for investing or you know in technology um, there are some things that you can use some laws that you can use in your favor to grow exponentially um, but in the beginning in order for that to take to happen that momentum to come in um, and that exponential growth uh, and acceleration you first need to uh, take certain actions certain steps and, and build the foundation and so um, Today I want to talk about a little bit uh, of a book that's called The Compound Effect. This book was written by Darren Hardy. Darren Hardy, um, he is a successful entrepreneur. He um, started companies since he was very young. He was a real estate agent. Um, at some point in his career, he, he did very well for himself. And he founded uh, and was the editor-in-chief of Success Magazine, where he would interview the most successful people on earth. He has relationships with uh, the wealthiest entrepreneurs in the world, the the most successful people, um, and he is hired by CEOs and other um, high performers to be able to get better results in their lives. He currently has um, some uh, programs. I will say uh, his programs is uh, they're worth their their money, their value. They're um, I think anywhere between. A uh, couple thousand dollars to maybe ten thousand dollars, so they're not necessarily cheap. They are worth it, uh, but a lot of the things that he talks about are common sense, and they're actually principles that I'm that I'm bringing uh, as well here in the podcast, uh, because at the end of the day, um, again, they're principles. And 
it's oftentimes not the the hard things people oftentimes want to find like something complex and 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 what you start to find out is that it's it's not about uh, the complex or the hard things it's it's oftentimes more about the little things the simple things that um precisely is what the the compound effect talks about over time make a big difference in in a person's life and so um understanding for example the law of uh of the the exponential law right if you start to invest uh just a little bit of money in when you're say let's just say out of college 22 23 years old um and you start to invest just a a hundred bucks every single month or a couple hundred bucks and you put it away versus starting maybe at 40 um for retirement your results, you can stop for 20 years. Let's just say you're going to start putting money at 23 and you're going to stop at 43. And the other person starts at 40 and they stop at 63. The person that started at, at 23 until 43 is going to have probably about $5 million if it if they had, can get an 8% return on investment, which is about the equivalent of the S&P 500, which is an ETF, um, which is a number of stocks uh, that you can buy together and, and uh, it's a very safe investment. That's what Warren Buffett and many other gurus uh, of finance advise that you invest in if you don't have any idea of, of how to invest in the stock market or what you want to invest in. And, and probably you're going to beat the uh, majority of mutual funds and hedge funds that try to take on, on uh, more complex strategies because, again, more complex doesn't mean better. Oftentimes, simple means it can be better. So... Um, and if you take that 40, the, the, the person that went from 40 to, to 63, not only are you going to have to invest more money, but they're not going to end up with the same results. So it doesn't mean that it's it's uh, too late to start. It just It's just uh, take it as a wake-up call that the, the earlier you begin to make a difference and a change in your life, um, the, the greater benefits you're, you're going you're gonna to reap from that. And keep in mind that most of the benefits that you reap it doesn't come until many years out, right? Um, and an example that he gives in the book is of, of three friends. And uh, let's just say friend number one, number two, number three. So number one decides that he's just going to do 15 minutes of personal development every day. And he's going to take out that little snack that it's like 125 calories that he likes to, to eat after lunch. Um, and friend B, he's just basically not really too happy with his life, but doesn't know what to do. Um, but he's just going to continue to do what he's done and, and survive. And then friend number three, actually, he decides that he's going to start to, uh, to make, uh, this, he, he took a, a class on, on baking these muffins and, uh, he's going to eat one and make them for this first family at night. And so, what ends up happening, I'm just going to go in reverse order now with, with number three, is that he uh, starts to not sleep as well because he's intaking that sugar at night. Uh, therefore, he is not as alert and therefore his performance at work diminishes. Uh, over time, then he starts to enjoy his, his work less. He has less energy. And when he's home, he's tired. So he starts to look for uh, immediate gratification rewards and watching shows that don't really add any value but are entertaining uh, starts to neglect his relationship with his wife ultimately his uh, marriage starts to fall apart um, and he gains a lot of weight and uh, ends up a little more more miserable 
Uh, friend number two, he is uh, hasn't grown much at all. Um, you know, after a, a year or two, he's if anything more frustrated with where he is because he doesn't see any changes. But he has refused to take action, and so um, he's just worse off because at least he's older now. And then friend number one, who started to do some self-development and, and improve his diet a little bit, he uh, has lost a uh, few pounds, right? He's about five pounds slimmer. Um, and without much effort, he's actually a lot better. Um, he has coming up with better ideas. He's, he's feeling good. He's more energetic about work. He's improving his relationship with the people around him. He got a promotion because of that. And overall, his life is gaining traction. If you fast forward those same people another, say, five years, you're going to see how crazy different their lives are. And it wasn't because of a big change. It was just small things, small decisions that over time compound on each other and make a big, big difference. And so um, really keep in mind that where you are right now is a result of all the decisions that you've made before. All the decisions that you've made have resulted in the life that you have right now and where you are right now, right? We all come to this world with, you know, the book says naked, confused, and, uh, and, and, and vulnerable. We don't really understand anything. But, you know, beyond that, it's, it's really our decisions that, that can make our lives and, and direct what we will live overall. So what is important is to start to become conscious of, of how you are living your life currently. What are those decisions that you're making, um, oftentimes unconsciously, that are affecting you, right? Um, and you might have, for example, a goal of, I don't know, say, uh, losing weight or being able to run a marathon. You Right now, you might say, there's no freaking way I'm going to even run a half marathon that's 13 miles. And many people may be in that same position, and it's normal, right? I mean, I think 90% of the world plus would probably be in the same position as you are, especially in the Western world, where they wouldn't be able to run even a half marathon, much less a marathon. Um, And therefore, because it's accepted and it's normal, then most people don't really care about it, and um, they will never actually do it. But if you have that goal, how can you go about about achieving it? Maybe you could start walking, right? Just walking a mile around your neighborhood neighborhood every day. Uh, then you can start to do a light jog whenever you feel comfortable. Then you can start to expand that mile a little bit. So you can start to go a little bit further. Then you start to jog more. And ultimately, you start to build upon it. And before you realize it, within two months, you're actually running the full two miles within 15 minutes. And if you keep that routine up and you expand that horizon a little bit, you start to do uh, four miles and five miles a day, and then you don't feel too much too much pain. And within two years, you're already running 10 miles daily, which is almost a half marathon without a problem. You can actually uh, run a full marathon uh, with some effort. And so just like, you know, the saying goes, how do you eat an elephant? Well, one bite at a, t- one bite at a time, right? You're not going to be able to conquer the world and and change um, your life around in, in one week, in one month, and probably not even in one year. Uh, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. And what matters is to um, be able to recognize what it is that you're doing now. Start to uh, track so you can gain awareness of um, those areas of your life that you want to improve, whether it's your relationships, whether it's 
your finances, whether it's your um, health, right? Health is, is an area that oftentimes is, is pushed aside and it's overlooked, but it's so essential because if you are healthy, then you will you will have more energy. You will be able to think more clearly. Um, you will feel better. Your, your hormones and uh, your body will be in balance, right? So looking at what you eat, uh, exercising, sleeping well, these are things that are set so much by doctors and by people and that's the thing right it, it becomes something that we hear so much that we start to, to overlook it but it's so important right and so if you want to improve your sleep for example you need to start tracking what time you're doing you're going to sleep what activities are you doing what you're eating right all these things so you can optimize to have better health overall and ultimately you need to how do you stick with it right well it needs to become a habit how do you be, how do you make a habit? We're going to touch on that more in depth next week and in future podcasts. But you can't just um, stop doing something that you've been doing for years, right? You, you the key to to getting better habits is to replace a bad habit with a good habit. If you just leave the the void open, right? And you don't replace it with something good, the chances of you relapsing and going back into your bad habits are much much higher. And it's it's a matter of uh, creating a path for least resistance, right? Which is what the book Atomic Habits, which has become a, a huge success. Everybody's talking about it and reading it. It talks about, right? How can you optimize your environment? How can you make the right choices easy for you so that you can take the right actions consistently over time? And it's all about choices, right? And how do you actually stay on track? Well, we talked about it, but it's it's a matter of understanding why it is that you want to do right you need to have a compelling reason that's going to push you in the hard times to stick to it right long after the mood it says um i'm not sure if it was jim run who said this but um basically commitment is doing what you said you would do long after the mood that you set it in has left you right and I think, again, as we discussed in previous podcasts, the problem nowadays is people start to give up too quickly, right? And I get it. I've been there. I've done that. I was probably labeled as an ADHD, ADHD ADD kid uh, my whole life. And, and, and I acknowledge that I do have uh, some traits that could be seen as that, right? I, I would walk into a room and forget while I was going there all the time. I would leave my stuff around in different places. I get it, but that's not an excuse, right? When, whenever I uh, have my kids or, or my spouse or even when I face the Lord in heaven and he asks me, well, why, why couldn't you do this? I'm, I, that, that me saying, hey, well, I have this thing where I get distracted easily, Lord, and, and I just prefer to do other things and my mind kind of wanders. That's not an excuse, right? It's not going to be valid. So um, it's important um, to take ownership, as we've discussed, of your life and start to be conscious of the decisions that you're making because those decisions are compounding over time to create a massive, massive effect on your life, right? Um, it's just, you know, the example of a plane. If you change the trajectory of a plane, say going to Europe by two millimeters, you're going to end up in Africa, right? It's going to be massive differences, right? Or if you're going to Japan from Florida, um, and you change, I don't know, five degrees, you're going to end up in Australia, right? So this very, very small uh, difference can make a huge impact over time. 
the book talks about, for example, the number one golfer in the world, Tiger Woods, and the number 10 world golfer in the world. Their difference in a game is about uh, 2.7 hits, if I'm not mistaken. And out of thousands of hits, you know, that's that's less than 10%, probably even less than, than 1% over time of a difference. Uh, but Tiger Woods makes probably 10 times, if not more, money than um, than the number 10 person in the world, which you probably don't even know who his name is because nobody really cares who number 10 is. They only care about number one. And I'm not saying that you need to be number one. I'm just saying that these uh, little effects can have a big impact in your life. And so it, it goes back to, um, you know, making a commitment, making a decision, understanding why it is that you want it right uh top performers they have a clear sense of who they are and where what they want what are their goals right where they're going and and you know why they're doing it right and and oftentimes uh high performers it's they're doing it for a person right um or they're doing it for a cause that they really care about and um just Realize that all the lies, all the excuses that you've been told that you're telling yourself of why you can't accomplish something is 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 just trash, and and you need to recognize it for what it is, and understand that you can achieve anything that you propose and you set your mind to, as long as you are willing to stick to it and pay the price and take consistent action over a long period of time, and um. You know, sometimes you could say even, well, you know, I wasn't given the same resources or opportunities as people in other countries. And I don't know, maybe you're listening to this in a third world country and you're saying, Daniel, that's very easy for you to say. I've, I've even heard you talk about college. Ha, I, you know, college wouldn't even be a dream for my family, much less uh, being able to take on some of these things that you've talked about. And you know what? I'm going to say you're probably right 90%. You do have a ton of, of more limitations than I do, but it doesn't mean that you can't grow and you can't succeed and you can't contribute and you can't give fruit. But all you need to do is bloom where you're planted, right? And, you know, because I'm just saying in the in the worst case scenario where you can't change your, your environment, where you can't go somewhere for whatever reason, you need to then take ownership and then bloom where you are planted. And what that means is you need to water yourself every day. You need to nurture yourself. The same principles apply. And if anything, I would say you could have an advantage over the majority of people in the Western world that have all their needs met and that are comfortable and that have a, a unlimited opportunities because sometimes they've been so spoiled and they have so many comforts that that's the very reason why they never take action, never do anything to improve your life. So the fact that you might be in that situation in those conditions could serve you as fuel to improve your life and make something out of it and grow beyond what most people, I would say thousands if not millions of people could expect. And those are the stories that are told in movies and those are the stories that are talked about and that are remembered and that leave a legacy. And if you look at the most successful people on earth, many of them don't have a, a, a pretty start or a pretty background. Many of them come from very painful situations, right? 
And why is this? Because they use that as fuel to get to where they need to go. They don't care if they have to sweat blood and tears paying the price to where they need to go because they know where they come from and they know where they're going. So if you want to start changing your life, start being aware of, again, you know, how are you spending your time, right? What are also the influences that we will talk about and we've talked about before, you know, that you are allowing yourself into your space. If you start to, to um, become more aware of, for example, where you're spending your money, you'll probably be able to realize that there are some ways that you could optimize things to start to make some savings, right? Um, or how you're spending your time, right? There are 24 hours in a day for everybody, right? It's a matter of how, how you use those hours. Uh, you know, one, one of the habits that I'm implementing in my life is, is reading. And it's something that I've, I've worked on and, and looked to do for many years. And to this day, I struggle with it, right? Because like I said earlier, I'm, I'm somewhat ADD. It's, it's hard for me to sit down for a long period of time and just sit and do a tax for a long period of time, right? Uh, because I'll be reading a book and it'll spark some thoughts and then I'll have to take some time to reflect on it, which is not necessarily bad. You know, it could be an advantage. But I have to make a conscious effort to continue reading. And so what I'm doing with my wife is before we go to sleep, now we're not using technology. We're not bringing our phone into into the room or, or if we are, we're just putting it to charge and, and putting it away. And we're just turning on one light, you know, a, a night light so we can read. And that's what we do before we go to sleep. And instead of spending, I don't know, 30 minutes listening to the news and all the negative stories that they have to share with you or uh, YouTube videos that are not going to add any value to your life or scrolling mindlessly or whatever the case may be. You could be putting information, knowledge, and value into your brain so that you can continue to grow. So um, that's really all I wanted to talk about today is understand that the small decisions that you're making on a daily basis, it's not the hard decisions, it's sometimes the easy things, is what is going to ultimately make a difference in your life. There is no magic pill. There is no magic formula. It's a matter of getting started and staying consistent and being committed and knowing where you want to go. And if you if you look at many of the most successful people, that's how they've done it. They knew where they were going and they just they kept on going right long enough until they made it happen. So believe in yourself. Love yourself. Uh, know that other people do. You might not even know them, but I believe in you. I love you. Um, and know that God does too. He cares for you. He wants to see you thrive and prosper. And, you know, ultimately don't focus on just, as we've said before, fulfilling yourself and your needs because that, that's only going to go so far, right? Um, but if you seek to bring value and contribute and, and shine your light and bring your uniqueness into this world and, and um, fulfill your calling, then you're going to see how how everything else around you just is going to take care of you and how God is going to take care of you as well because that's what, en what ends up happening when you bring that uh, value into the ecosystem. 
So I hope this serves you well. I hope you have a good week. And we'll talk again real soon.